for Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. G'day, it's Gus Wallen. It was a big day at the Triple M Cricket Commentary Box today. There could even be some legal trouble for Andy Lee. So grab a Cooper's Mild Ale and enjoy our favourite bits from day four at the Adelaide Oval. Starting with me, Mark Taylor and Callum Ferguson. We've actually got a little bit of other breaking news, don't we? Uh, yeah. Something, a little something. I, I, we've heard something. You, don't, you don't normally get highlights. Um, you know, replayed so quickly. Like Gussie has been a, our, our, our anchor, hasn't he? He has. At this, at yeah. this half hour lead. Pillar. Here we go. And he's, he, he's one of the best I've ever worked with. I've got yes. to say that. And the, how the, often the, do you get a highlight before the start of the day's play? That's exactly right. Wow. And, and, and sometimes you get those moments when you've got a microphone in your hand, you, you, you're rude, aren't you? You, oh. you wish I could have that again. And normally what you want to do is get your initial words out. Well, mm. that, that, let's, let's look, let's listen, let's relive. How Gus started the show today. Australia versus England. Gus Warland here with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Taylor. <laughs> and Ferg. Sorry, boys. I just caught a fly or something fly. in my throat. Fly me. Wow. Good teammates here, guys. Oh. And what about the big boss of Triple M cricket? <laughs> Laughing his head off at the back of the bar. He laughed hardest. Unbelievable. James Brayshaw, Greg Blewett and Mark Waugh. So uh, we had a bit of a protected hosting area with the seven coverage, but I noticed the Fox boys were out oh, in the oh, elements. Oh, what was going on? It, we must have been in a wind tunnel over there because <laughs> our lids were... I haven't got enough hair to worry about, but... We were fiddling around like old chooks with our hair. We're warnings up there. Oh. Pat it down. Oh. Being look like a cockatoo. <laughs> His hair was up like a cockatoo. <laughs> he was all Bigger has got a bit of buffon yep, happening at the front. We were very dishevelled. Our ties were <laughs> flying. Paper flying. So it was was the king worried about the two? <laughs> king was worried about the angle of his lid, yeah. Just moving around. <laughs> so I was going to fly off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, 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 shocking hour where we were. Gilly, he would have. Oh, the ears no, would have been he, flapping. No, he's about to Gilly, take off. Gilly could have flown for a couple of kites. Landed at the uni ground. Oh, yeah, I did. I did look, I did look over to my left, Bluey, and they were. When eight make all people, people there trying to manoeuvre hairspray and <laughs> batten down the hatches. <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh, I said, don't worry, the damage is done. Don't worry about us. <laughs> oh, that's what we want. We were fine. We, we were in a we more were. protected area. We certainly were. <laughs> Didn't quite get that right because Fox are the host broadcaster. Well, you can so you choose can your spot. Wherever you want. Hey, we exactly. spent three hours getting ready this morning, all to no avail. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we needed. We needed the uh, Stuart Broad headband. Yes. That would have been handy. Well, Warney last year was going with a little cheese cutter, wasn't it? What's happened to the, that? Uh, Peaky Blinders. He did, the Peaky Blinders. What's yeah. he abandoned then? Mm. Sure. What, I don't know what's happened there. How's uh, Warney finding Adelaide June? Is he behaving himself? Or uh, is he... well, I don't know. I think he is. Yeah, he's, well, he's turned up at the game every day, so he's. <laughs> it seems a bit... Good start. Yeah. On time, he never looks fit as a field, does he? Let's let's be fair, but uh, no, I think he's probably not sure how much damage he's done at the casino because that's where we're staying. <laughs> oh no, yeah, so that's playing with fire, having Warney stay at a casino. Yeah, well, I suppose it saves him time. 
That's good. Tra- <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> no, traveling. <laughs> oh. No Ubers. No. They saw him in his pyjamas down there this morning having oh. a punt. <laughs> we had uh, punters birthday cake, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Didn't like any of it, did he? No, he got a bit grumpy. Bit funny, was it didn't chocolate? I don't know, actually, what sort of cake what, it is, but uh, he just gets green. all worried about, you know, Why? doesn't he? Well, yeah. He's worried about his age. I don't know. He just, what's, 47. The, what's your reeling towards 50? 47. 47. 47. Yep. Seven. A punter came up to him last night at the bar and called him salt and pepper. <laughs> that went over well. So, punter, just getting back to him, he doesn't like a fuss being made of him because his birthday falls during the test match every year. So, therefore, we make an enormous fuss of him so that he hates it, and he did today, didn't he? Well... Like a grin, he's a birthday Grinch. Do you think he had a hint something was happening? Because normally there's you were left with him, yep. just the two of you, but there was all of us. Well, it was going to be JL. JL was ah, going to present okay. it, and then they pulled that interview because of what's happening around this right. media area with the BBC having COVID issues. He thought that there was nothing happening. Right. And then we sort of still sprung it on him. Yeah. Because you know he doesn't like it, so that's even that's, that's why we more do. encouraging for Of course, him. yeah. Does he think he's going to hide his birthday like I don't know. a high-profile person these days? Yeah, I don't it's know. not going to happen. But you, it's, it's Grinch-like. You asked him to make a speech. Yeah, and he <laughs> gave us nothing. Did he say, <laughs> get... No, he goes, yeah, yeah, well, thanks, everyone. Thanks, sir. Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah. It was underwhelming his response to our generosity, Bluey. Mm, yeah. Just... Sucked on a lemon style business. Well, I want to know what his response was to the patron last night that just came up and said, Yeah, it's so. Yeah. How did that happen? Did he ask well, for a guy photo? Was, yeah, or, photo. Yeah. And, and as in, Punter's always very generous with that. Yeah. So he, as he's given the photo, the bloke thought he'd just give him a little drive by and yeah. brand him salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah, and then how'd he handle that? Wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Not impressed, Bluey. Bluey's numbers are getting dropped further and further back, June. Aren't they? Stranglehold here. They're not going to get to 4.20 until bloody Bluey hasn't got one morning. call right so far <laughs> this morning. You said Broad was struggling to even reach the crease. He's bowling like Dennis Lilly at the I moment. I said he looked sore. Well, DK. And you agreed with me. I did, yeah. yeah. I didn't mention that. Got a, got a bit of DK about him, June Riggins. Well, he's got the... Steaming got, it. He's, a got, rope. Got well, he's got the headband. He's got nothing like him. He's got, oh, he hasn't got a moustache. He's got different colour hair. Oh, he hasn't yeah. got his uh, oh, top oh, down right. to his guts. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't That's worry. With the, big, the big chest here. DK yeah, will be listening like down But in anyway, Augusta. your predictions <laughs> have been completely useless. That's the, the point we're trying to make. DK will be spitting his popcorn out, giving it the <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Isabel Westbury, Merv Hughes and Brad Haddon. You at Broad to continue from the river end. The Branderson duo headband on. I think Broad's been good throughout the test match. He, he created a lot of chances yeah. in the first innings. His length was better. He troubled Warner at the start. He had a couple of close LBW appeals. Had a really close one not go his way that looked out from Steve Smith today. He, the one thing he's done, he's given the team a bit of presence. Yeah, he's somebody that's travelled these parts often, put up with a bit of stick. Doesn't mind it. Gears him on. Well, as, as a young bloke, he came over and played for a club called Hoppers Crossing cricket club, which was um, just out of Werribee and grew up in Werribee and, and the guys at um, Hoppers Crossing Cricket Club speak very highly of him. Just a, a fine young man and they've watched him de- develop into the fantastic test cricketer he's become. He plays the game the right way, doesn't he? I remember 
t- test series previously went, it was on the back of the Courier Mayo's public enemy number one. One of my favourite photographs in test cricket involves you, Brad, actually. Oh, no. Looking over your left shoulder, the slip takes a wonderful catch. I think it was Clark that took the catch, in fact. Who's the bowler? It was it was the it was the, the nick Agar. it was the nick Ashton Agar oh, Ashton Agar yeah. wasn't it in those ashes yeah. in now, can, just the one that came off the pad to simplify that now had if an umpire gives you not out do you walk no no that would be dissent that would be going against the umpire's decision <laughs> so then you get fined your match fee but the the big one about that and it was a great one. I, I ran into Chris Broad after that. He said, what did you think about that? I said, he's gone up in my estimation. <laughs> he's, at, least, at least at the Hoppers Crossing Cricket Club, they taught him something. You only walk if you run out of petrol, Izzy. That's it. Hey, it was the Australians that started going on about how he was a cheat and everything. I was all for it. Happy days. The, the video of this, um, this, this catch, this nick to first slip that he wasn't given out, didn't walk, was doing the rounds yesterday. And oh. he, honestly, Broad's face as you go through the motion, it's sort of, <laughs> how have I got away with this? And, and I remember walking past, or well, walking with Broad actually at the end of the over. And, and our eyes crossed path, and I said, listen, he goes, no, no, I smashed that. How did the umpire miss that? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and that was the sort of character he was yeah. in the field. He, he competes hard. As you said, he was public enemy number one. The crowd are into him, but he doesn't take himself too seriously. And I remember walking, and it took all the anxiety out of it for me. Just got on with the game. That time at the Courier Mail, when they first started going after him, he bowled brilliantly. And that's the kind of character that certainly he is. When his back's up against the wall, when he's got criticism, or even just the centre of attention, to be honest, he thrives off it. Well, I, I like that. It's his fault because he didn't walk. And no one had to go at the umpire for an atrocious decision. I'll tell you who did, Michael Clark. Honestly, when you walk, when you see him walk back across yeah. after the end of the over, yeah. collar up, broad mm. sun hat on, and just the, sort of the, the devil eyes, the kind of dagger-like eyes towards the umpire. Fair enough, I'd have been the same. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that, is it? For Cooper's Mild Owl, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Owl, Triple M rocks the ashes. Mark Howard, Mark Taylor and Andy Lee. It's been lively, hasn't it? Oh, isn't Josh Butler a mystery box? He's just been shelling ones that he should take and then taking ones he shouldn't. I thought he was our Christmas gift. You know, Jack Leach was the first Christmas gift. <laughs> then Josh Butler makes zero and dropping catches, but today he's, uh, he's up and about. And captain inside. Yeah, captain inside. Joe Root off the field. Yeah. Is it Butler or the Stokesy man in charge? Well, isn't Butler the vice-captain? Oh, really? I think he's got enough on his plate. Yeah, I, I don't disagree, but I think I think Butler was the was the the tour vice captain. Well, we, all, we all sort of think it's Stokes, but I'm not I'm not sure that's right. Well, don't take a day off work is always the policy in media. It might be in cricket as well because Root, they've been talking about his captaincy. Yeah, not on the field, and they're bowling the best <laughs> bowl. Is that right? What? Why do they bowl a meter and a half fuller today? <laughs> I see a lot of comparisons with our man, the Tour. He had yeah. nine straight tests, nine straight wins. He thought, I'm just going to go to Adelaide and get on the Cooper's Mild Ales. And then Ethan slides in here, and all of a sudden, it's Ash Hoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very, very well. I, that's why I never took a day off work when, uh, when I was on with Hamish. I knew someone could slide in and easily replace me, Tubbs. I won't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> is it the same? That's for, a bad thing to do. Is it, it the same for, same for Hamish or not? <laughs> 
Tubbs, I was going to have you back today. <laughs> <laughs> but in the opening over... Yeah, I just thought sort of throw one out there, you know. <laughs> you know what I did do? I wandered across to the old um, cafe over here. And I asked them, do they have a tax invoice of what was purchased by the Triple M commentary team yesterday? <laughs> what was put on the account? For the day. For the day. Good research. Ooh. So I've got it here. And I thought the game could be pick which one of us. <laughs> was I love this game one. already. Oh, no. I love this game. I don't think you are replaceable either, by the way. If you bring this type of material to the table, this is good stuff. Eight times full-size Belfort's pastries. Can I go first? Yep. That is all Merv. <laughs> <laughs> That's no one else. That is all Merv. Yeah. Okay. Who had the sushi pack? There was only one of those, an individual sushi pack. Merv as well. <laughs> he doesn't strike me as a sushi man, Merv. I know he's an everything man, but... Uh, I think Izzy or Had are probably the two fitter members. That, I think Izzy. Izzy. I think Izzy. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Two times assorted wrapped baguettes. Oh, yeah, I had one of those. <laughs> it was nice too. Ham and salad, the cheese, that was good. Okay. The baguette was good. Okay. Assorted sandwiches, there were two of those. Is that you, Howie? No, no, not, uh, no. I'm far healthier than the sandwiches. That's, that's probably Hads. Okay. Hads is going well. That's where it gets a bit more interesting. Go on. One times custard tart. <laughs> I think it's eight pies are not enough for Merv, so it probably is Merv. How, how many custard tarts? Just the one. Just, Just the, the one. one. He had eight pastries no, and one my... custard tart. Is Beefy in the mix for the custard tart? Or is he being too looked after at seven? Oh, no, I saw he had a nice one of those Balfour pies. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, okay. So my, my, I had food envy while I was eating it, too. Oh, okay, so that's one less pie for Merv takes him down to seven. Yeah, yeah. But he's oh. still in discussion for the custard. Uh, don't move on from that. That intrigues me, the custard. <laughs> I think that needs a bit more examination. Gus Wallen's got a sweet tooth. Oh, hasn't he been overlooked? Gus Wallen has got a sweet tooth. He'd be good for a couple of those pies. I think he's definitely <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain Custard Tart. Okay. No doubt about Gus that. Gus Wallen with the tart. Yeah, he's probably the washed, custard tart. He's probably washed it down with one of the two diet cokes. Coke, diet cokes or the no zero cokes? Uh, no, no, no sugar. No sugar. Is his tabs? No yeah. zero. I don't know. That's a new brand. <laughs> <laughs> there is a couple of full strength cokes in there. This is my favourite item. Go on. There we go. Who had the chalky milk? 600 mils. Oh, I know who that was. <laughs> Do you? Are you going to name and shame? Yeah. I'm not saying. Oh, yes, not you saying. are. <laughs> we got 24 minutes left in your tub. You're going to say. Oh, no. No, I can't. I can't. You will be saying. I can't dob Gus in like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lava Shane's on two. I can see the custom tart being washed down by a chocolate milk. Oh, yeah, so good too. It's definitely the same person. I'm, I'm getting one of them today now. Yeah. That sounds like a good combo. That is a good combo. Well, I reckon he's good for one of the pastries, definitely the tart. Now we know he's confirmed the as the jockey milk. This is like Cluedo. That's good. That's good. I mean, we know if it was a tradie, there would have been a mother alongside it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chockey milk's a tick. A 750 mil or two. Yeah, a 750 mil mother. Pie. Lucky they pick up stuff all day. Anything else on your list? Howie, are you responsible for any of this stuff? There's some assorted wraps in there. Mm, probably not. Probably not? No, he'd be a Caesar salad. Yeah, is there yeah, any chicken right. Caesars? Not, not yesterday. I've, okay. seen, I've seen Howie out in the walk in the morning. He might have yeah, had Fox Sports sorting, himself, sorting me out yesterday. To be completely honest, yeah. they're good Fox cricket, but they've been a bit skinny on the food. <laughs> 
So <laughs> great. Well, I think you need a good feed too. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think you do. Is it? Some hostility in the oh, box yeah. early. It's swinging. <laughs> it's People are swinging. Two overs were all over the place. Oh, there's fat shaming. And... There's skinny shaming. <laughs> there's non-comedian being funny shaming. <laughs> well, wasn't it always here, at Adelaide? That you always come here, and it's the chicken and plum sauce that every oh, cricketer talks about. So and good. due to COVID, it's it's fallen over. Yeah, that's right. Well, it hasn't been that. here, has it? Oh, you're right. That was that was one of the highlights. We used to have a nice fish here too, occasionally. Apparently, it's coming back today. The chicken plum, but there's been a few issues. So anyway, going back to spreads, I actually was lucky enough to have a drink with his mum yesterday. Hedy's mum, Mrs. Head. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't taking her on a date or anything. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't. We're both at the cricket, but uh, he was there with his uh, his uncle and his mum. We were in, hosted by Cricket Australia, which I popped down to after my stint here. And she said that she's relaxed watching him now, but right. last match, as he was near oh. 100, and obviously just been recalled, she said she found it very, very difficult. Mm. I bet she did. Confirmation's just come through as well that it was Merv on the sushi as well. So <laughs> at least 64% of that list has been consumed by one member of the team. And he's wondering why I didn't put him in my media commentary 11. <laughs> I said, it's present day playing, mate. With, uh, obviously, back at school cricket, you'd always get up and thank mum, the mothers for the spread. That was yeah. the first thing the captain had to do. Well, I'll, I'll get to you about the spread in a moment. So down at the mighty Bowen Heads, yep. Seagulls. Seagrave, my team had a tie yesterday, but that's a story for another day. Um, one of the great untold travesties out of COVID, which is a serious situation, but this has been an unreported story, is that, Tubby, one of the great things about local cricket is mm. the spread. You know, you go to Ocean Grove and they're famous for putting uh, Fantastic on and, you know, Port Arlington might be always known as just chicken in a biscuit and a yeah. vanilla slice. <laughs> well, due to COVID, no there is no afternoon tea served oh. in the area where I play cricket. So it's one of those days, Tub, and you could relate to this, if you're the opening batsman, and you go early. One of the only things you look forward to the rest of the day is what you're going to get for afternoon tea. And now you don't get anything. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a, there's a blow because you're dead right. Yep. The old afternoon teas were something to look forward to. The same in grade cricket in Sydney. There was some clubs you thought, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yep. No good. No good. There's other clubs you go, ho, ho. Yeah. Like Bankstown, where the War Boys played, terrific. Was it? Always look forward to afternoon tea there. Yeah. Well, at school cricket... Yeah, I think it was Yarra Valley. They were the only school that just put on KFC. At <laughs> <laughs> so we loved it. Later in my uh, very short career, just go to Coles on the way and you just get the 12 cinnamon donuts for 2 bucks 50 <laughs> yeah. Can't go too wrong with a donut tub. That was a pack of ice vovos in my day. Oh, yeah. The ice vovos, so nice. That was, that was got, it got you out of trouble. Mm. Yeah. Is, is Robinson coming on the bowl off spin here? What is going on here, Tubby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought he shortened his run up yeah. by 19 metres. Robinson is on and bowling off spin yeah. at the first one pitch. Oh. No wonder oh, Joe wanted to get back out there. I don't know what Stokesy or the butler's doing. That is and he a tried the full toss. But, but that was the wicket ball Joe got him with yeah. in the first innings. Yeah. So some planning's gone into this. I saw Robinson bowling this in the warm up and I, and I had a little giggle saying they're going to try anyone as a spinner because they didn't pick one. And worst of all, I reckon he's got Mark Taylor's outrageous sunglasses on. He's pinched him out of the box. Almost worse. Maybe they got a two for two for one offer. 
He went to BP at the same time as Tubby. He said, we'll give you two pairs for five bucks. Hey, Tubbs, I brought in my, my sonnies. Okay. They're slightly more contemporary in style. Oh, yeah. Just want to see if, if they would suit you as Robinson comes back in. Well, look at Mr. Brad Pitt in the middle here. Oh, have a look at him. <laughs> I was thinking they more George actu- Clooney, actually. They actually suit you. <laughs> they look I good, thought Tubbs. Be, I thought we'd be putting them on for a laugh. And now, see, now he's getting a selfie. <laughs> Tubs, they're not prescription though, so you won't be able to no, see it. I can't anything. see a damn thing. <laughs> but I tell you what, the oh, style, yeah, the style suits you. Let me just get a picture so I can put it up on my Instagram. Well, this is what happens, Tubby, when you spend more than a dollar eighty on your sunglasses. <laughs> you get a decent result. Hey, George, George from Ireland of Gladwell, he's not going to be happy with you. Oh, did he recommend them? Did he? Yeah, he's yeah. lost his job. <laughs> just giving Tubby a look at himself. Australia four for eighty-one, and he's happy Spell. too. The Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M, Rocks Cricket. So I have been investigating because there is so many different <laughs> media components in these boxes. Mm. I've tried to come up with who has put the most invoices in in one day. Oh, yes. And Mark Wall was leading the pack <laughs> as of yesterday because he did Fox Cricket, yep. he did Triple M, and then he did a little sly cashy, which he didn't realise I knew about, but Good. someone sent me a photo for Cricket Australia. Yeah. So he was leading the field at three. However, overnight, it's yep. come to my attention that a gentleman in the media who I shan't name has done yesterday, Fox Cricket, mm-hmm. Cricket Australia, a radio station that shan't be named, and Crick Buzz, a website. I'm calling it Brett Lee. No. Oh. This is not a man that I would have thought would have really grubbed himself at that level for yeah. that much cash. <laughs> you can continue to guess. It's not the king, is it? No, no. <laughs> the king only needs to do one, one. because it's a big one. <laughs> That's so what I would have thought. He doesn't have to hoover up all the sort of yep. website-type operators. Okay. It's not something Billy. you'd expect. No, no, no. But that type of level of admiration in yeah. the Australian community. Wow. It's not Grey Vox McGrath, is it? No. I'll give you one more guess, and then I'm going to have to name and shame. Yeah. I, I, I respect this man tremendously. Anyone that comes to work once and gets paid four times, oh. beaten out front of again, is one as lava He's a hero. <laughs> He's, He's a hero yeah. to the Australian yeah. work that, man. That's coming from the guy who did the CA box yesterday that's, as well. That's it? right. It no, is. So it's not Andy Lee then. No. no. <laughs> Captain four invoice in one day, M-E-K Hussey. Oh, the last person you'd expect. Well, he looked. Oh. I saw him this morning walking down the street. He looked fit. And it's because he's running between all these gigs. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, he's had to take a boy on just to do his invoicing at the test match. Ethan Meldrum doing a wonderful job with the Triple M Anaconda stats. What do you got, big boy? Found a scorecard from 2016 in the county championship, and there's video evidence of this on YouTube. Ollie Robinson, four for 110 for Sussex bowling, both seam and spin. How many wickets did he get with the seam? How many with the spin? Good question. I believe one with the spin, three with the seam. Okay, so he's three times better than <laughs> Also, I found working with a chew man, when any time a statsman says, I believe, yeah. that means they've made it up because they're not exactly sure. <laughs> I'd love him. I love Ethan's gone. I'm not fielding any questions at the moment. <laughs> I saw at the same table I was sitting at, I saw Warner walk past with. Two kids, well, his kids. Mm. <laughs> Good. Got all crap to steady. Good. His kids. And I was thinking to myself, would he be having to do this if he wasn't run out last night? Ooh. Would he have been having to take care of the kids? Or do you say to the wife, Tubbs, oh, look, sorry, I've got to focus? And that might have been why he was upset. I reckon it was. Oh, yeah. he's going, oh, no. <laughs> I think he was so dirty on Harry. Harry, oh. 
you've, you've, you've resigned me to the kids for the night. You're trying to tell me he was oh. not disappointed about getting run out. He was disappointed about looking after his own children. Actually, I'm beginning to think that Andy Lee's been inside the change room a few times. That's, that's pretty close to being accurate. That's... I'm beginning to feel that Andy Lee should not be allowed to become a father. <laughs> I, I, I got a 90 in a one-day one, so yep. I'd never made a one-day 100. I got 90, I can't remember, four or five. Yep. They against, throw a few extra overs in your against, bed, against you. <laughs> go easy, go easy. Against New Zealand. And then I got out in about the 42nd over, so eight overs to get like five oh, or six. Right. And I got a leading edge off Chris Pringle. Yep. Straight back to him, caught and bowled for you know, 95, 96, like that. Well, we went on to win the game. And I get home, and I'm you know, happy that we've won. But disappointed, I haven't made a hundred. I never made a one day. I didn't, hadn't made one at that stage. I get home, my wife just thrusts our 12-day-old baby Jack yes. in my arms, who's absolutely screaming. Hasn't been asleep all day. My wife's had enough of him. I'm thinking, yeah, same bit like David Warner yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't get the hundred, you get the kid. <laughs> you think if you got the hundred, she would have let you have the night off? Probably. Oh, no, no, my wife probably not. Uh, <laughs> if you missed it earlier, looked like Steve Smith was dead plum, didn't it? It was given yeah. like that and it was umpire's call. I wonder, Tubbs, watching that, as a batsman, do you discuss what the best thing to do, what's the best behaviour once he gets slammed on the pads? You do, but I tell you right, it, it goes out the door as soon as you hit the pads. Pick like that one, that one's out, really. That should have been out. Because I don't get the guys that stand there still staying still and look at the umpire because it gives him a chance to have a look exactly where the pads are. <laughs> Me, I think star jumps immediately. If you <laughs> just, 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 that would put the umpire off. He's trying to do his calculations. Yeah. Well, Dean Jones, when he used to nick them behind, yeah. he used to never look back. Yeah. He looked straight down and mark centre as if, you know, I've played and missed that. <laughs> And then, he, and then he'd look up and the umpire stand there with his finger up and he'd go, oh, nod his head and walk off. <laughs> Dino was brilliant. He, 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 he could, and most people just look nervous straight away, don't they? they as you say, stand there, Wayne Dick giving out. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. Mark Howard, Mark Taylor and Andy Lee. Hamish and I, I got a call from the sales uh, department at um, Southern Cross Osteria, and, and I never really get these calls. Yes. And I uh, can't remember who the sponsor was, but um, she said, oh, look, the sponsors aren't happy with the way, Hamish, you were reading the ads. I said, well, what's the specific feedback? It lacks gusto. <laughs> <laughs> So now gusto levels on our podcast are at an all-time high, and we continually do gusto checks. <laughs> well, there'll be gusto in this next half hour. Don't you bet. It's pretty much full of gusto out on the ground. I've just been doing the lunch show. Um, it was lucky we didn't have Michael Vaughan with us because he would have lost his rug. It is very, very breezy out there at the moment. Well, this is a great segue. Well, good. Because I've got my regrowth 11 to go oh, through today. Oh, 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 I've been oh, oh, doing some investigation since it came up in Test Match 1. Oh. I got a uh, text message from someone else, who, an ex-player, who said, I once played in a Test Match with five people that would make the regrowth 11. So I've chatted to them. There's a lot of... There's been dark alleys, people meeting me, giving me information. I've obviously had to go back and double-check it. Regrowth being... Uh, they were bold. Assisted. Yeah, assisted. Right. Yeah, obviously the king. Shane Warnes is, is the captain. I'd like to step out here, Tubby. I don't know if I... Because I, I know these go around on social media clips and I have to go back out there in the media centre after you've strafed Australian greats. Not just Australia. I'm going right. national. Okay. So in the next <laughs> half hour... 
You'll get the hair hat 11, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Warne, obviously, regrowth 11. He would be the skipper. skipper. And, uh, oh, our, our key bowler. Batting, batting at seven or eight. I'm happy when you do this for the for the loud and proud operators. I think it starts getting murky when you start <laughs> naming people that maybe it's not public knowledge. Well, no, I think on the most part, this is public. <laughs> most part. Well, there's one I'm really anxious about <laughs> because there's one that we used to have a rule that it couldn't be mentioned. Really? Yeah, so Ooh. hopefully that person is not in here. We'll find out. Got legal <laughs> counsel. <laughs> Opening the batting... batting Graham Gooch. Yep. <laughs> loud and yes. proud. Yeah, loud and proud. <laughs> loud and yep. proud. Early adopter. Yes. Yep. So, you got it. Your top of your order, your, your regrowth 11, Graham Gooch. Graham Gooch. A lot of uh, options for opening, so you guys can talk talk us through who we should put in. But Gambia oh. is, was, uh, oh. is, is in there. So, not Michael Vaughan? Michael Vaughan, regrowth. He, he could be alongside Graham Gooch, is but also Verinda Saywag. Is there any link between the stress of opening the batting? <laughs> And losing your yeah. direct correlation. <laughs> Causation. Fascinating analysis. Yeah, yeah. Tub's got a good head up there, and he, he. Yeah, look at look at him smiling. <laughs> he knows. But I was delighted when you started this conversation. I thought, I'm out. I'm out of one. <laughs> I think it's Vaughny, isn't it? I think it's Vaughny. I think it has to be Vaughn, and I think Gooch. Yeah. Gooch, yeah. Gooch. I think we skip Vaughan. over number three. Uh, your batting lineup. <laughs> I think no. You just, I think you just skip over the number three. I'll say it once. <laughs> Oh, I'm moving out so the camera is not on me. I see what you guys do with social media clips. All right. Name your number three. I'm just looking at him. He's just smiling back. Hey, mate. <laughs> no. I'm extricating myself from the number three position. Okay. No, no. Uh, he's, uh, he's looking at me through the glass right now. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll leave it. Before, <laughs> are you referring to Martin Crow? Stand by. <laughs> so you were talking about naming your number three. Let me just face the other way. No, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to the spinners. Uh, you've you've made me nervous now. The way you're reacting <laughs> with the number three. So I want to say it because this is my last stint for this test because I've got to get back to Melbourne. So if I'm going to say it, I want to say it at the very last minute of the. <laughs> <laughs> before I go to the airport. So you've got Gooch and you've got Vaughan. <laughs> got Gooch, Vaughan, Martin Crow, the New Zealander. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great now, where did he normally bat tubs? That was yeah, more normally your about four. Okay. Okay, so the three-spot is still available. Still available, number three, yes. I think yeah, we better come back available. to number three. Yes. Yeah. So this is the regrowth 11. <laughs> <laughs> the, obviously, our spinners are set. We've got... Greg Matthews. Oh, very early adopter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pioneer. Andy Lee. I point out Andy Lee is naming his uh, yeah. regrowth 11. He's got Vaughan and Gucci at 1 and 2. Crow at 4. Matthews at 9. Vaughan at 10. So there's yep. still positions available. Matthews at 9. I might be happy with that. Well, uh, true. there's two quicks. Uh, let's go to the uh, the fast bowling attack. Okay. Um, we must be playing in the subcontinent because I've gone with two spinners in Matthews. And Warren. Yep. Dougie Bollinger. Yeah, Doug the Rug. Yeah, yeah. Doug the Rug. Has to be. Yeah. So um, he was an easy selection. Darren Goff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Good call. Englishman. So you've still got number three, yep. five, six, and seven. So you've got a wicketkeeper and two batsmen to feel, hasn't he, Tub? Yep, yep. Wicketkeeper's very hard to come by. Are they? Yeah. So in at three... I'm going. Oh, you're going straight for number oh. three. Right, okay. Ducks Callus. Oh, <laughs> yes. 
Oh. Yes. Any other any other thoughts in that area? You know, like I might come back to three, actually. I'm still having to think about it. I've got some opportunities. Well, he could slot in at six as the all-rounder. Yes. Jacques Callis. True. I'm just going to put Callis over to the side because he's floating. <laughs> Let's put um, Callis at six. Okay, Callis. There is another number three at oh. Still another number three. <laughs> Who's your wiki? Who is the wicketkeeper? It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Must be a stress-free position. Don't lose their hair, that's, the wicketkeeper. That's keepers. a very good point. Got any for us, Tub? No. Well, it's because wicketkeepers are generally the people who can't bat or bowl. Right. So you know, maybe they're very good at growing their hair. <laughs> well, we'll have to come back to the wicketkeeper position. Actually, I'm just one? looking down at my list. I'm also worried for Martin Crow because mm. Ganguly also did a bit of regrowth oh, yeah. action. But Ganguly can bat five. He can bat five then. Yep. So you've got Sarah Ganguly at five. So now all you've got vacant is your number seven wicketkeeper position. Yep. And the heralded number the three, three possibly <laughs> captain of the team position, <laughs> which is the awkward one, I feel. Yes. And Andy Lee is three quarters of the way through his regrowth 11. We'll just summarise again for you in a moment who's in the side. The great late Martin Crow at four. Sarah Ganguly at five. Jacques Cullis all-rounder at six. Very good. The early adopter, Matthews, at eight. Yeah. Darren Goff, loud and proud. Yeah. Warney, the king of it and king of everything. Yeah. And Doug, the rug, yeah. obviously had to make the side. So you need a wicketkeeper yep. and a number three. Nervous about finding the, the wicketkeeper. Mm. Um, we, <laughs> we have options at three. <laughs> who do you think I should put at three, Tubbs? I don't know. I can't think of someone who would bet at three, you know? <laughs> You're also looking for a captain as well. Oh, I personally yeah. would put Callis at three. <laughs> Keep yourself nice and tidy. I'd put Callis at three and come up with, I'd make some other bloke bat number six. Okay. Okay. Um, we are. No, I've, obviously, you get nervous facing your first ball in a test match. I'm nervous now. But it's your story, mate. Yeah, 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 I'm, right. I'm very keen to point that out to I was our listeners. Exactly the same. Like, like, you know, Mark Wall, remember when he came, became a selector for a while? Yep. They made him the T20 selector. That yep. was his job to get that team right. Yep. You brought this up. This is your <laughs> job to get this team right. That's okay? right. Okay. Well, if people want to hit us up on Twitter at Triple M, Triple M Cricket, Ethan. Anaconda Stats, you've got a keeper suggestion, Ethan. Yeah, 24 matches as keeper out of his 114 tests. AB de Villiers. He did too. Oh, hey, tidy. Mate. Best <laughs> anaconda of the summer. Ethan comes good with A.B. De Villiers oh, yeah. with a hair hat and can keep. A.B. <laughs> De Villiers goes in at number seven. Wow. wow. This hey, is some is team. team. You're going to bat him at seven. Ooh, well, he's, he's going to keep. Seven. So nice. we still don't have a number three. But I don't know what you get. I don't know where you're going now. All right, who's your number three? You, you, or you can wait over for the over. Let's go the over. Okay. We've got another delivery. <laughs> oh, oh. It's, it's a bit of a who wants to be a millionaire. We're going to come back. He's already dropped it, though. He's, you know, What's that? The, the name. <laughs> you won't even say it. No, that's right. It's not my side, mate. I'm, I'm just going to hit a tick the box. You know, like, once you, once you announce it, we're going to say yes. Tubby and I could not be more distant from this naming of this side if we tried. We're on another continent. The Hair Hat 11 has 10 of its players. Vaughan Gooch, still waiting for number three and possibly captain. Martin Crow at four, Ganguly five, Callis six, A.B. De Villiers batting at seven and a wicketkeeper. Matthews, Goff, Warren and Bollinger. We might be a bit skinny on the quicks, but I feel, Tubby, we're not only going to find out about the team, but we're going to find out a lot about Andy Lee <laughs> right now. To name your number three, Andy. The number three looking down at it 
think I've got to find room for Martin Crow again. No, he's already in. He's number he's in, four. Mate, he's oh, there. okay. He's in the he's side. There. Come on. Who is it? Who is it going to be? That's what we're paying the big bucks for. Chief selector. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This is true. I think you've dug yourself in a hole that you didn't realise was coming your way, to be honest. I didn't even have it on my list. <laughs> Tell you what, when I bought this over the lunch break yep. and over the, the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot of cricketers reach out to me and suggest players. Right. And But they've all said, you can't say that I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had to, I've had someone tap me on the shoulder and start giving me a few more names. <laughs> the names are continuing to flow. They come on, Andy, get to the point. I didn't even know this person had, so it's a good job. Right, so at number three, in your hair had 11, and possibly captain. Yeah. In fact, we've got Craig Blewett just walked in. Should we ask him whether, whether I should say or not? <laughs> I wouldn't get involved in this conversation if I was you, Bluey. You don't want to be part of the uh, legal proceedings. Bluey would know him best. I should, I, should, yeah? I should ask Bluey whether he'll get upset with me. What, why would he know him best? Is good mates? Played together? <laughs> I think they would, have been, they would have played a bit together, I would have said. Played a few sports together. <laughs> Very well, together. Well, Bluey's on a mic out the yeah. back, so if, if you want to do this live, actually, now there's too many in the box, so I might just take my head <laughs> off and stop calling at this point. Blew it. Welcome. Yeah, what have I missed? So. <laughs> we, we've got a well, hair hat 11. I'm mean, putting the regrowth 11 together, right? And uh, so far we've got uh, we've got Vaughan Gooch, Gooch. Uh, a spot available at three, uh, Crow Callus. Ganguly Matthews, De Villiers to keep because we couldn't find a keeper. Oh, right. uh, Warren Goff Bollinger. And then Andy, it, it's, it's got to be pointed out, this and is there, Andy's idea. It's Andy Lee's team. Tubby and I have got nothing to do with it. <laughs> the reaction that these guys gave when it came to the number three spot, I'm like, I didn't even have this person on my radar. But uh, they were looking at the box next to us. Do you think that uh, this person's going to be upset with me for popping in the team? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can you move to Villiers to three? <laughs> I wanted Callus. Bluey, I wanted Callus at three. <laughs> There's meant to be a change in commentary, but uh, Andy, oh, that's do you want it to be a change in commentary or would you like to name your number three? Well, you only get to the pond. I mean the point. <laughs> uh, sorry. 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 Uh, <laughs> I was full of bravado coming in here, but <laughs> looking around and seeing JB and Bluey and Haddon going, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I think I'm going to have to go back to put Gambier in it. Oh, I think oh. it's a good idea. Gautam <laughs> <laughs> Gambier, a fine player. <laughs> so Gambier goes in at number three and they're out 11. James Brayshaw, Greg Blewett and Brad Haddon. So physio out to Mitch Stark. He's been down on the back doing the side-by-side knees, Bluey, trying to loosen it all up a little. Maybe a couple of little painkillers, a couple of anti-inflams. Yeah, anti-inflams. Usman Kawaja coming out there. What's he doing? Bringing some gloves for Greeny. But the concern's over Mitchell Stark, so... Yeah. But what he doesn't want is what you and I used to have to put up with from Steve Saunders, where he would then, one of Australia's premier physios, would then get his elbow yeah, bluey right into that spot and just give it 45 of his best minutes and yeah. you had tears rolling down your face. Yeah. It's horrific. 
And he loved it and because if you, he was an animal. And if you weren't crying, he'd yep. just go until you did. And if it, he didn't think it was getting enough in their heads, he would get someone to climb up on his back so he had another person's weight going through it. We saw him the other night at the 95-96 reunion and well, every time I see him, I think of it. You also think with the physio there, they've got their elbow injured and you're not giving nice language to him. No. Nine times out of ten. No. I also think they slip on purpose. Yeah. Paddy Farhart <laughs> oh, used to do I it. Used to be that. giving it they to him. Yeah. Yep. Blokes would be slapping him on the head, then he's in your calves or your back and he'd slip. He goes, oh, yep. sorry so, about that. Yeah, you go, it. you're yeah. not sorry. No, that was a purposely yeah. done thing. Yeah. He used to apologise a lot, Paddy. Yeah. Didn't he? he meant it. The other one I never liked, Hads, is if it was a part of your lower back and the elbow was in, why would they then go to that horrific side of your ass cheek area that's just agony and has got nothing to do with it? That's just it's adding all, a little layer it's of... It's all related. Uh, that's the no. thing that's spasming I don't see to it protect your back. That was, just, that was just masochistic pain being applied. <laughs> the other thing I used to have issues with, Hads, was my iliotibial band, Ooh, no. your ITB okay. down, which basically attaches to your hip and goes yep. down all the way to your knee and when it gets a little tight same thing they used oh, to just get get their arm to, just to scrape it no. just right down the side of your leg there and no not pretty oh, no. I'm with you JB I used to have problems with the front of my oh, hip yeah, no, yeah, but they'd always go in, that, into your glutes at the back what is that thing sort of almost to the side it's no don't miss any of that for Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. Dan Ganane, Isabel Westbury and Mark Taylor. So is what happened with Joe Root, he was... Uh... Well, so I don't know whether it's just the fact that I am of a different sex, but I, <laughs> we all got a text in the morning, the British press pack, that Joe Root had been hit in the abdomen... And so I very innocently went, oh, poor Joe Root in the stomach, blah, 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 blah. And then there's all the tittering stop. around, sort of, amongst the British press. Oh, you know, where did he get hit? Like, oh, stomach, it's fine. He's <laughs> just got a, a WhatsApp back with just an emoji of two cherries on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might have been where the cherries ended up, in the abdomen area. Well, it was so bad that he had to go for a scan. He had oh. to go for a scan. <laughs> So that's what I've learnt today, is that abdomen is euphemism for a whole different part of the anatomy. Oh, Tubby, I thought abdomen, that was universally known. That well, I, abdomen was the very polite way of saying nuts. <laughs> well, now, well now, now I know. Oh, well, I didn't. I'm glad you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I thought that was the stomach area. Yep, no, so did I. And then he, he was having throwdowns in the nets with one of the dog slingers and oh, yes. was not wearing a box. Oh, yes. I'm told that the person that was slinging the balls was the, the spin coach. Maybe he's a bit upset. If you don't agree with the Joe Root selection, that's one way to, to tell him. <laughs> Didn't pick the spinner. Yeah. The walk, when he came back onto the field briefly, the walk gave it away that... Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and when he dived, Ginger. he dived at first slip to a ball that wasn't far away. And he was, he was almost on his hands and knees for a long time. When he got nowhere near the ball. It was a far more comfortable stint for Tubby than the last one <laughs> when he was part of the controversial naming of the, uh, or was it the regrowth 11? Yeah, the, the, the hair hat 11 or something like that. Oh, that's dangerous territory. Oh, so came up, they came up with 10 of the 11 very comfortably. No problem at all. But there was one sacred cow over in the next box. 
Yeah, well, we don't know who it is. You've got to be a bit of a gambler, a bit of a putter to work out who it might have been. And does he know about this? Mr. Thought they were oh, afraid of. Who is it? See, Izzy has got guts. None of the rest of you are gutless. Good on you, Izzy. I've got no skin in this game. I'm very happy to throw people under the bus. It's fine. I think we should have got Gus and Emma, who've been everywhere at this joint, Adelaide, just to break into the Channel 7 box and ask him the question. I'm sure he'd take it with good grace. I thought, it was, I thought it was admitted by now, actually, well, Tub. I, well, I think it has been. Yeah. But it's interesting because, you know, James Brayshaw was, came in after us. Greg Blewett, two guys who worked with, worked with him. And they, you know, they played a lot more. Well, they actually probably played a similar amount of cricket that I did with them. But, you know, James Brayshaw sat with him on the, New Se- on the um, North Melbourne footy board for a while. They're really close mates. Bluey and play golf together. So why, why wouldn't they talk about it? They, they'd know better than I would. Yeah, they were running scared, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they, 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 went, they went right away from it, those two. Well, I guess if you're not fronting an ad, then you're keeping it quiet, right? <laughs> Just blame Andy Lee. It was all him. And, it, and he's driving out to the airport now. Yeah. It was all Andy. Well, if in doubt, you pin it on the person that has absolutely no right to reply <laughs> or ability to reply. Oh, 100%. And he's very popular, Andy. And if he's driving out to the airport, <laughs> ta oh, I think we can come up with the Botox 11 for the next <laughs> test. Because we've already got a captain. Dave Warner, I think, is if he's not an admitted Botoxer, Tim Payne has publicly thrown him under the bus as Ooh, a Botoxer. Is this a conspiracy yeah. theory being yeah. launched live on air? Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of. People okay. want to stay youthful, is he? Right. I think Warney's <laughs> a contender. Oh, he'd be a shoo-in, Warney, wouldn't he? Not I'm, just try- I'm just trying to think if he's admitted it, I'm sure. No. Oh, I think he has admitted. Yeah. So we've got there. We go. We say Tim Payne's throwing him under the bus. Yeah. Oh. It was in a big bash game in commentary, and he talked about Davy getting Botox. Oh, there's question marks about Tim whether he might have yeah. got the little needle as well. <laughs> By the way, confirmation: Warney, captain of the Botox Eleven, has admitted it. Ah. We've got quotes here. And to pick up on the pains. Pain and alleging that possibly Warner may have. I mean, you know the expression, of course. If you smelt it, you're dealt. <laughs> <laughs> you are fitting into Triple M far too comfortably, easy. It's alarming, isn't it? Yeah. Say that on your lunchtime show on Channel 7. I dare you. <laughs> yes, but there are, cons- there are suggestions that you are indeed correct. So what There's a lot of Indian players, apparently, maybe. Uh, so I heard that Customers. You, you can say anything as long as you stick allegedly in front of it. It yeah. says. Oh, oh. You know we have coach training once a year. The first thing they say is that that means nothing. <laughs> James Brayshaw, Callum Ferguson and Greg Blewett. Watching side-on replays of Rory Burns' backlift, Bluey, it's so shallow, he almost hits the back of his helmet with the back of his bat. He's got no, what, what do you call it, in, in width in golf, blue. You get mm. the width going back. He's got none. It's like, it's almost... Tap in the back of his head. Well, is he sort of like the baseballers? Have they got oh, a cock back I up there? No, or they... got a bit more width too, Bluey. They like it's, the width. It's, it's almost the straight. reverse cock, isn't yeah. it? It's the look, reverse look, cock at the back. Look, it's very strange oh, way. There's that. some, some demons there. there. Yeah, there's some demons there. Okay. So we've had, for a, we've had a bit of an explanation, Ferg, as to why Burns sort of like gets his, you know, he, he gets his head, he sticks his 
bum out and he gets his head sort of trying to go towards uh, mid on, it's because he's he's left eye dominant. So right. He's a, he's a left-handed batter. Yes. And I, I'd imagine that most left-hand batters are right eye dominant. Yeah, he's left that. eye dominant. So he's trying to really get his head around. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good doing it. So it's an easy thing to test. You just put your finger up at a target, say the light pole, mm. and then shut your eye. And if it's your left eye that covers it, then your left eye dominant. I tried to do tar- clay shooting once, Bluey, and about 20 clays flew out, and not one of them was even bruised right. by a bullet. Anyway, the bloke came to me and said, what are you doing? I said, well, I can't see with my right eye down the, what's it called? <laughs> barrel. A barrel, because I'm left eye dominant. I had to try and move it all the way across. The worst shooting position the bloke reckons he's ever seen. <laughs> well, did, did you have the butt on the right shoulder? Yeah, but I, like I, had, had... I, I had my head trying to get over the other side, Bluey. Because <laughs> the right eye, I couldn't... Ma- it's, it's not my dominant eye. Dan Ganane, Mark Taylor and Lloyd Ian Botham. Root goes to six. Still looks a bit ginger too, doesn't he, Joe? Really, just watching him run through out there. He's, it's a nasty blow to the abdomen, which we... Talked about earlier today. I don't know how professional cricketers aren't putting a hector on. Yeah, well, it must have been just a few little throwdowns, a little warm up before the start of play. Don't worry about putting the box on. And uh, it's still 156 grams of leather. <laughs> Absolutely. I have to confess, I actually walked out in a test match and hadn't got one on. Uh, and you just occasionally get wrapped up in everything. You don't think about it. I went to just adjust. I thought, I'll just make sure. Oh, bloody hell. There isn't one there. <laughs> I've, I've done that. Yeah, I, did that yeah. I talked about that last test match. Oh, it's a bad feeling, isn't it? Mm. I don't know about you, Beef, but when I did it, was before, it was an international test match, I'm sure, at the cabin. First ball of the series. And I sort of went, exactly that one to adjust the various equipment. I went, oh, no, I forgot that. Then you think, well, what do I do here? Because <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know the cameras are on. <laughs> How am I going to signal for it without making a big song and dance and giving all the commentators every bit of ammunition <laughs> just, to just go at you? But then you think, I've got to do something, though. I can't face a delivery with, with nothing, nothing there. Yeah, start of a test, Bill and Tone would have been in the oh, box for yeah. nine. Yeah. They would have had an absolute and, ball and, with and, that. And I think Beefy was there. I see the commentators' names come up on the big screens. You go, oh, no, I've given them a beautiful start to the summer there, haven't I? I wouldn't have said anything, mate. <laughs> I think it might have been Devin Malcolm or something. <laughs> oh, no. Warming up. I was thinking, oof. <laughs> no, he was quick. You know that uh, you talked about Devin Malcolm. You mentioned him. Do you know the most dangerous thing about Devin Malcolm is he didn't know where it was Yeah, going, absolutely. But he was quick. Absolutely. He, wasn't he nearsighted or long Yeah, yeah. He, he could not. He could hardly see. He dropped, he dropped everything that came his way. He dropped some of the easiest cats I've ever seen because he just couldn't see them. I'll tell you what, as Ian said, he was very quick. Mark Howard, Mark Waugh and Callum Ferguson. And Richardson, what's he like to face, Cal? Uh, very whippy. Hard to get a read on early in your innings when you're first going out there because he's so fast through his action. Uh, so that 140 does feel a bit quicker than that sometimes, particularly with the new ball because he's got the ability to swing it both ways. Does he say much to you out there? Is it just alone stare. Off he's got no, it's all about body eyes. language. He yeah. doesn't say a lot. And uh, I quite like that because you don't have to be a big spitter nah. and swearer at batters. But if you've got a presence, and he's not the biggest guy stature-wise as we've seen, but certainly you know he's about. He's, he's energetic, steaming in. Yeah. He looks, looks like, he's, hard. like he's beefed up a bit, though. Mm. I heard something like seven kilos over the off-season. That's easy to do, isn't it? Well... Not when you're his build, I don't reckon. He's a bit <laughs> of a greyhound. He is, yeah. He's, he's light, but Depends he's... which way you're building as well. If you're going shoulders. sideways, it's not yeah. great. But... 
He's got big shoulders on him now. Oh, I sent him through one of the weights programs I've been working oh, on. You're, you're a bit wiry. You're wiry. Really, you? really wiry. bulked him up. So if Jai's more of a looking man, when you're in the first class scene in Australia currently, who gets a bit lippy as the bowlers? Oh, Chris Tremaine gets really frustrated and grumpy. Chris Tremaine Yeah, and I'll play with him at the... At the Thunder for a long time, obviously, but right. uh, yeah, more just really grumpy, and he'd just start, whether he'd be grumbling at you or himself, he'd, he was always good fun to be out there with, because there was <laughs> usually a bit of competition about. What about Dee Worrell? I know you no, played with him, but... Not a, not a lot from yeah. Frankie. I, I'll tell you who was quite humorous out there, not necessarily because it was overly clever or witty, but... Big Doug the Rug Bollinger. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Did he sneak into the 11 earlier? He did. He was batting number 11. I didn't hear that 11. He's batting number 11. He's, he's flicked the rug, though. Yes. Didn't. Well, it wasn't too flash in the heat wave in India and the heat over there, was it? Wasn't there a hot spot of it at one point and it was really warm on the roof? <laughs> I thought his mates plucked it off his, his lid when he got a wicket. Well, I quite enjoyed watching. Suresh Rayner, every time they took a wicket or Doug was in the mix, he'd, he'd be straight onto it. He'd be straight onto the rug, giving it a good twirl. Uh, he looks better bald anyway, Dougie, doesn't he? He's a rugged character from the west of Sydney. Not an easy thing to pull off bald. Kelly Slater, one of the great bald men. John Hastings, he's, he's, he goes all right. What are you laughing at, Fergie? We've just seen a photo from Ewan, and uh, it really looks like a bit of a fry tuck when you go infrared on it. Oh, it's the hot spot. <laughs> Genuine hot spot. (laughs) Very hot under there. Gus Warland, Merv Hughes and Brad Haddon. And bowls to root. This ball has him. And he's hit him right in the middle middle stump, if you like. His own middle stump. He he got hit this morning in the nets in the warm-up. Oh, I feel that. He's in a lot of pain. He's wearing his balls as earrings at the moment. That's what you can say about Joe Root. And he is down for the count like he's been knocked out by Mike Tyson. Now, Gussie, oh. if any of the Australian players have got any compassion, they'll just run in and tap the top of his helmet to try and get his nads out of his throat and back down to where they belong. Wow. Oh, that has got to hurt. So for people that, oh. that have just tuned in, he got hit this morning apparently with a dog slinger, not wearing a box in the nets, and that's the last thing that he would want there. And, you know, the really... Funny thing about that. Well, it's not a funny thing. It is thing, funny because it's not us. Yeah, it's not us. <laughs> it's the funniest thing of all time if it's not you, but if it's you, oh, gee whiz. I tell you what, that is right on the money from start. Oh. Oh. Like it's not even gone left or right of centre. That's just gone bushka. And there's, there's not a real lot of compassion being shown to Joe Rudy out there, is there? There was a big smile from the slip cordon as they ran up to sort of say, hey, Joe, you okay? <laughs> ben Stokes. Even Ben Stokes is pissing himself. There <laughs> Oh, bang! Right in the nuts. Starkey's laughing. Oh, oh, oh no, then. Oh, geez, I felt that. That was just fluff, wasn't it? He's dry reaching. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> he just grabbed his throat, Murph. <laughs> He's got his right nut in his throat. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh no. We might, we might have an extended extended little rest here because Joe Root is still on his haunches. He's trying to get some breath back in. The Australians are all in a huddle. They want him to get on with it. But well, they're in two huddles, aren't they? Yeah. 
the crowd are wondering what's going on. They're looking at the big scoreboard, laughing like you said, Ads. It is funny because it's not happening to yourself. I, I tell you, I haven't seen a reaction like this for a long time. He's just, got, he's just checking now if these just, boys are there. He's just going to count them. He's make sure there's two. <laughs> what, what, are the, what are the worst hit and Ned stories you've got? I've got the worst one. I don't know if I can tell you oh. television, uh, television, on radio. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. Can, I'll, I'll, tell can you I stop what. you for a second? Joe Root's asking the Fox camera to nick off. He's going, go away, go away. They, he's trying to open up his trousers and have a look, and he doesn't want the camera above. We were playing a trial game, New South Wales, in a club. Michael Bevan got hit. And he's got hit, and the first noise he went, give it, oh! And there was silence for about five seconds. And he's ah, ah. And he's thrown his gloves, his bat. And we're all going, mate, get on with it. That was ten seconds later. He's dropped his strides. And you normally you put your tights on. Yep. And you jockstrap over so it's not on skin. He put his box on skin. Oh, I know where this is going. Ed. That's not Cross good. your legs, everyone. Cross your legs. Oh. He, one of his testicles has popped out of the box where it's split. Oh. But... Got... The, but the box had closed perfectly. Oh, no. So you couldn't get your hands in or anywhere to get a wedge to, to get it out. So every step he made, it was pulling harder. They, oh. they, they got him on the um, oh. drinks cart with his legs spread, and we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it, it was the funniest thing. So they t- took him into the uh, uh, groundskeeper's shed, cut a, cut a V in it, and pulled it open. Oh. Got it out. He's come back on. He had the shits because we we're only young at the time and we shouldn't have laughed at Michael Bevan. Well, he's a legend. Yeah, we thought we weren't going to play again. And he got 100 off about 60 balls, but, mate, well, I've never laughed so hard in my life. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes.